What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? Welcome to another episode of Thriving in the Trenches with me, Jonesy, a podcast that's all about my growth and my experience and hoping that I can relate some of it to you guys. I don't really have a topic today specifically, just some things I wanted to share. So this is going to be kind of a free flow and as they've been in the past, I'll just kind of get going and we'll see where we end up. So anyway, on that, I wanted to share something that kind of came to mind earlier today is that the dark days won't always last and the sun won't always shine. What that means to me that We're going to have good days and bad days, but as long as we continue to press on, we're going to be okay. And, um, you know, like it says, it it, it won't always be bad. It won't always be sunshine and rainbows. There's going to be a good mix, but that's kind of what life is. And I like to say like the challenges and the friction points, they, they make us sharper. They make us better. We don't grow in the absence of pressure. We don't grow in the absence of things that kind of challenge our our baseline, that challenge our way of thinking. If uh, we just kind of always have things going our way, then we never really grow, we never really change, and we never really get better. So that's kind of where I'll start this one off. So in summary on that, there's good days or bad days, but our future is what we make it, and we can have joy in the midst of all of it. I want to go back to talking a little bit about boundaries and just things that I'm constantly learning and growing and evolving. And so wanted to share a little bit of that stuff with you guys here. I was recently in a situation where um, a boundary that I had set was basically challenged to some degree. I don't know if challenge is the right word, but we'll go with that for the sake of continuing on this conversation. But that boundary was challenged and... um, and I chose to enforce the consequence that I had set for that boundary. Now, the thing that I've come to realize even as a result of this, and I said this the other day to some guys, but while boundaries should be concrete, they should not be immovable. So what exactly does that mean? Well, to me, what that means is that When we set boundaries in place for ourselves or for others, we set them for a specific purpose, for a specific reason. Something caused us to set that boundary. And typically we're setting boundaries in a spot where there was none before. There was absolutely nothing there. And we were just getting run over or we were getting treated in a way that we didn't want to or we were experiencing results that we didn't want to. And that's what prompted the uh, need for a boundary. So there's not a lot of real life experience in setting that boundary and enforcing that consequence. So we don't always know exactly where to start with it. And when I say that a boundary should be concrete, again, we set that boundary for a reason. So when we experience resistance, that is not the time to reevaluate it. That is the time to buckle down and not allow yourself to just give up on it, to cave on yourself, essentially, which is 
what I've done so many times in the past, whether there's a boundary or not, I experienced resistance and decision-making and I would just cave. And ultimately it led to me getting run over a lot. It led to me compromising myself and just losing more and more of my identity as time went on because it's like, Hey, started compromising once what's stopped me from doing it again. And so when we set a boundary, we may initially run into a situation where it's like, wow, this is really challenging. This is really difficult. And I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's just super challenging to the point where it's like, I don't even want to enforce this. It, it shouldn't be when in reality, at least in my experience, like that feeling comes from being uncomfortable and being experienced in the boundary setting sphere. And again, there's resistance. My go-to for all of life has been don't fight against this resistance, give in and take the easy road. And so having to enforce that boundary becomes challenging because it's new. And the more we're practiced in this, the easier it becomes, um, the more we're able to honor ourselves in doing those things. But starting out, it's, it's not easy at all. So that's the, uh, concrete aspect of a boundary. And again, the time to evaluate a boundary is not in the midst of resistance. Because then we don't really have a boundary or a consequence. We have a good idea that we're willing to adjust. And if that's how you feel, if you're okay with that, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't set a boundary around it if you're not going to really uphold that boundary. And that's not saying that if it's difficult, you shouldn't have a boundary. Like, you definitely should. But again, just if there's something that it isn't that important, then it doesn't need to be a boundary is what I'm saying. Now, the second part of that, I said the boundaries should not be um, immovable. They should be concrete, but they should not be immovable. And what I mean by that is that sometimes we have to go back and we have to reevaluate. We have to consider the consequence we set for a boundary or even the boundary itself and determine, is this relevant for one? And for two, is this enforceable? Is it something that I can be consistent with 100% of the time? And even if I can be consistent, is the, is the consequence either harsh enough or soft enough that it gets my point across without essentially destroying what it is that I'm trying to build with the boundary in the first place? Um, so yeah, like, I recommend to the guys that I work with, like with your boundaries, start small, start with something again, that you know that you'll enforce hundred percent of the time and readjust as necessary. And, um, that's kind of where I'm at right now is wondering, exploring, kind of playing with the idea of a boundary that I set and wondering, does it need to be readjusted? Does it need to be completely dismissed or am I good where it's at? And again, for me, that, that contemplation is strictly coming from a place of discomfort. And speaking on discomfort, A, nobody really likes it. But B, the only way you get used to being uncomfortable is by allowing yourself to be uncomfortable and working through it, feeling through it, processing through it, allowing it to be there and knowing that it's going to come up again. And so... I'm just experiencing a new level of discomfort right now. But again, it is something that's thought provoking, which 
to me, continues on that path of growth. And so there's nothing wrong with revisiting, reattacking boundaries and kind of seeing where you're at with them and adjusting as necessary or removing if it's relevant. And so that's, that's my thoughts on boundaries for today. Where else do I want to go with this? I guess I want to talk about going back to what I said in the beginning about good days and bad days. Like I'm kind of going through some stuff right now, a little bit of emotional turmoil. And that's all right. I see the the quote more and more these days that it's okay to not be okay. And while I think it's a great quote, I think it's lost on a lot of us that don't quite understand how to be okay not being okay, as silly as that may sound. And what I mean by that is for somebody to say it's okay to not be okay, but my not okay is that I'm drinking myself half to death or contemplating suicide or causing problems, fighting people, sleeping around, whatever, just all these out-of-character behaviors and all these kind of self-destructive behaviors, if that's my version of not being okay, well, that's not okay. Don't stay there. Like <laughs> in that situation, we need to get help. We need to get some kind of solution. We need to work through whatever's going on. And again, it's just, it's, it's not okay to just sit in that spot and be comfortable with yourself going through those things, going through patterns of self-destructive behavior. But on the flip side, like I said, I'm I'm kind of going through a rough patch right now, but it's it's 100% okay and I'm dealing with it in a responsible way. And how do I deal with those things? Well, for one, I accept the emotions that I have. I accept that this pain, this whatever, this turmoil, as I like to call it, it won't last forever and it won't kill me. I accept that it came for a purpose that ultimately I believe is making me better. And a good analogy I like for that one is that when we, let's say you have some kind of medical procedure, a surgery that needs to be done. Well, initially, we have to experience that pain of, you know, getting a shot, getting cut open, whatever the case may be, and, and going through that. And then there's more pain and achiness during the healing process. But as that process goes on and the healing takes place, the pain lessens over time to the point where there's no longer pain. There may be some stiffness that we need to work out still, meaning there may be some residual effects of like an emotional trauma that we went through. But ultimately, the intense pain of like, say, a broken arm or whatever, it's not there anymore. And by subjecting ourselves to the pain of getting a shot, getting the bone set, getting a cast put on, the healing process, all that uncomfortable stuff, by going, choosing to go through those things that happen after the initial break, that is our path to healing. We have to go through the pain, a different type of pain, to heal. Whereas the other choice is to sit in that pain that you break your arm and you just deal with it because you don't want to go to the docks. Well, A, that pain's going to last a lot longer and be more intense than it would be if the bone was set properly. But also when you heal, you're going to heal like kind of in a disfigured state potentially. The bones aren't going to be set right. You're, you're going to be kind of disfigured and possibly limited in your ability to function the way you did before. And so we need to learn how to sit with the pain that 
our actions and choices bring about. And I think when we learn how to do that, that's when it's okay to be, to not be okay. And so that's how I like to kind of embody that saying. And again, it's something that I see all over the place, but I don't think there's a whole lot of rationale around it. It's the same thing like people say, time heals all wounds. That's such a, such a crock in my opinion. Because especially when we're talking about our own emotions, our own psyche, those things don't heal if we don't address them. All time does is make us better at hiding from them. All time does is make us better at suppressing them. All time does is make us better at making up excuses for the things that we experience, the things that we choose as a result of that pain. But time itself does nothing. Now with the proper tools, the proper healing, then yeah, it does take a little bit of time, just like working out. You know, you don't go into the gym day one, even if you have the best program. It's not like instantly your PRs go up by 20%. It takes time applying that program, applying those lifts, applying those specific skills and the nutrition and everything else. And gradually over time, you start to see improvements. And even with our emotional stuff, it varies as much as it does from lifter to lifter. Some guys go in the gym and, you know, they're making huge gains within the first three months, six months. Some guys lift for a year and increase by like 5%, and that's a huge win. Now, in those situations, we're usually talking about like top-level lifters that are pushing the the upper echelon on a regular. So to go beyond that, it does take extreme amounts of work. But again, I think even that parallel matches with emotional growth because initially you can make a huge amount of progress in a little bit of time by recognizing patterns in ourselves, by addressing those patterns, and by realizing like what it is, our coping mechanisms essentially are avoidance strategies for those things. Once we can do that, those few things right there, we're able to make leaps and bounds but that's when the real challenge starts because growth is it's an ongoing process. We keep on growing. If you're not moving forward, you're essentially moving backwards. Some people think you're standing still. Well, the rest of the world is still moving. Everything around us is still moving. So yeah, maybe you can say you're standing still, but you're losing ground. You're constantly losing ground. And so to stay relevant, to stay active, to stay growing, we have to be moving forward. It never stops. And I mean, I like to look at it in terms of like perfection being kind of this line, you know, that I'm always reaching towards and I get closer and closer and closer. But I mean, let's face it, nobody's perfect. So I never will achieve that perfection, but I've got a goal that I'm always trying to move towards. And that works for me, but I've also heard this said a different way for some of you that think that might sound kind of negative because to have a goal, you know, you'll never reach. I mean, some people may get turned off by that, but to look at it another way, it's all about peaks and valleys. And these, these peaks are those moments of perfection. These peaks are that one interaction with my daughter when she did something bad and I responded in such a positive and loving way. And it was flawless. It was exactly what I want to be able to do every time. But I don't always respond that way every time. I drop into these valleys where for whatever reason, I'm a little short that day. I'm a little more aggressive that day. I'm 
just not able to maintain that level of calm that I had. But as I continue to work on it and continue to acknowledge where my challenges and where my difficulties are, I do hit these peaks of perfection again. And it's like ups and downs, ups and downs, where ultimately the goal is to stay on the mountaintop, to stay in that perfection peak. But the reality is life has ups and downs and we hit those peaks and valleys. And sometimes those peaks are more plateaus. So you're there for a while. Sometimes those valleys are real long valleys where you stay down for a while. But we're always moving forward, always moving forward. And so challenges are going to come. And I know in my life, I'm going to make some really good decisions and I'm potentially going to make some bad decisions. But I'm going to make decisions that I'm always going to be accountable for. I'm going to choose to be accountable for. And I'm going to choose to learn from those decisions. And that's what my growth process is. And I don't do this in a vacuum. I have some very great people that I turn to for advice um, as sounding boards. My mentors, Justin Dulahanty from the Alpha Code, Josh Kubinick, a fellow coach in the Alpha Code, and just a slew of other men that I can speak with. Um, you know, I'm not... I'm not so bold as to say that I do this on my own and I'm, I'm flawless and I've got it all figured out. Like <laughs> I don't have it figured out at all, but I'm continuing to grow and learn. And yeah, so I don't know that that's my process. And again, this all stems from just challenges that I'm currently going through and ways that I'm trying to improve myself and ways that I'm trying to look at, okay, this event happened how do I feel about the outcome of it based on my actions, my boundaries, my consequences? And is that a desirable outcome for the future? Should this exact situation arise again? Do I want to do the same thing again? And again, going back to those boundaries being uh, concrete but not immovable, the time when the boundaries aren't being tested. And for me, like right now where like, you know, again, event, event a happened and kind of moving on past that, like this is the time to think about all these things while it's fresh, while it's there in my head, while I have a clear view of what, what I experienced and what I want to experience. Life is trial and error. <laughs> I mean, that's it. It's just trial and error. We, we live and we learn. So, yeah, I know, like I said, this is free flow, kind of me rambling, just sharing my thoughts with you folks. Um, I hope somebody's able to get something out of this. I know, as I've said in the past, this helps me. One of my, my core traits is just expression. And I use this podcast as an opportunity to, to voice my thoughts, to voice my opinions, and in cases like today, to kind of air out my thoughts. And so, you know, I'm gaining from it and I'm still going to do it. And I hope you guys are gaining from it too. As always, you can find me on Instagram at underscore thriving in the trenches. I would really love feedback. I would really love, uh, leave reviews on Apple podcasts, you know, drop me a comment send me a request, whatever. I'm open to chat. I'm open to talking and I'm, I'm here for you folks. One last thing I want to share is that I am getting ready to start a coaching program moving forward. Um, life coach, if you will, uh, not to be confused with the fitness coach, 
but I've got a lot of learning to do. I've got a lot of exploring to do. I need to figure out what my target audience is going to be. I need to figure out kind of what my, my little nook is that I want to occupy, what need I want to fulfill. So, you know, I'm at ground zero right now and nowhere to go but up. But that being said, coming down the line, I may be offering, you know, three to five slots of, of essentially like 30 minute coaching sessions that we can get together for, you know, whatever a trial basis, maybe like four or six sessions, something like that. Uh, I haven't put it all together yet, but that is something that I'm looking at doing and it, it'll be structured. It'll be very, uh, like deliberate conversations. I'm not necessarily looking to just call people and talk about the weather and have this surfacey communication, but really looking for those of you out there that may have like a specific issue that you've dealt with repeatedly in the past, a specific challenge that you're trying to overcome that a little bit of a outside perspective might be able to help with. And so just kind of putting a bug in everybody's ear that's listening. And when I do make some more forward progress on that, I will definitely let you folks know here and we'll figure out how to proceed. But if there is an interest in that, I'd again, encourage you to reach out to me on Instagram and drop a message in the comments. I can jot your name down and just kind of keep that, keep that on deck. It's going to be kind of first come first serve basis because I do have other things going on in life and currently coaching is not my full-time gig. And so I don't have unlimited time to dedicate to it. So it's going to be, you know, like maybe two to four people, I'm guessing is what I'd be comfortable taking on and working, working with that and kind of seeing how it goes and how we can all grow from it. So again, at underscore thriving in the trenches is the uh, best place to to get get to me. And that's all I got. Love you folks. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.